accidentally. Hello, welcome back to the Y Comics Podcast, where we talk about stories that impact. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me today is one of my best friends, Glenn Beshiel. I forgot, Glenn, I forgot to ask you again how you pronounce your last name. I'm like, I'm going to mess this up again. <laughs> it's Badishil. 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 It's Badishil. fine. No one gets it right. I don't even worry about it at this point. It's just like, it's hard, especially with A last names. A lot of letters. Well, not yeah. even others. Uh, you never say last names. Like it's not, it's not something that I go up and like. You're not my. You're not my dad's friends. Like I don't go up and say people's <laughs> last names ever. Yeah, it's 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 true. There's a lot of people I know who I'm like, oh, I hope I never have to say their last name. Or I'm trying to think of, you know, because I end up writing a people a lot, uh, writing people's names a lot. I don't mm. always know how to pronounce their names, and so then when I meet them in person, I'm like, mm, I don't know how should I, <laughs> like how should I try and pronounce this person's name. And then I usually just don't try. I don't even remember. I, I think maybe I was watching a lot of stream or somebody. Somebody said like, if uh, you pronounce a word wrong, that means you just learned it while reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. And I, and for me, if I type a word wrong, that means I don't say the word properly, because if I'm trying to type it right, I sound it out in my head, and I'm, but I'm sounding it out how I would say it. So I. If, like uh, there was one the other day i'm like i just i don't say this word that way like i don't pronounce it this way so i always type it wrong i need to figure out which word that was yeah there's a lot of it's a, a lot of names are, are like that or mm-hmm. um there are certain words i write i end up writing a lot and then i hear from other people that i pronounce weirdly but you know that's how it goes glenn i brought you on uh because one, we just haven't talked chat-wise on voice in a while, and I, I miss hearing your voice. Um, but second, is just like, I want to talk about manga with somebody, and not only that, I was like, I want to talk about comics with Glenn, because last time I had a good time. And it, like, before, like, on, nothing that's recorded. We talked about Snyder Cut. We talked about this briefly before, too. And that's comic books, too, but that's like a different type of comic book thing. That's yeah. like a, a more negative thing. I'm like, I want to hear Glenn talk about something that Glenn enjoys for like an hour and a half again. It's oh. very funny. You found me at a, you caught me at a strange time in my life where I'm getting back into manga and reverting back to my younger self. who was very yeah. into manga. It's because you have your hair growing out. It's like it's ready for the samurai ponytail. Ready <laughs> to go. Yeah, right. You get long hair, and then everything. Uh, you know, you start just going picking up old weird habits. Uh, start, like start getting into slice of life manga. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Walking around sandals. I will never walk around with sandals, but um, I guess that's beside the point. Uh, so yeah, today we're going to talk about uh, the Viz manga "Way of the House Husband" by "Way of um, the House Husband." Yeah, "Way of the House Husband." Um, I'm going to pronounce the author's name wrong, but unless you want to give it a go, nope. You, it's all you, bud. You're the <laughs> host. It's your job. Uh, it's a Kasuki Ono. I hope that sounds right. It sounds. It looks. It looks close. <laughs> That's, a, um, that's pretty much how I would have pronounced it. Yeah. Uh, it's Again, printed by Viz. Uh, I read volume one. Uh, Glenn's read up to four. And you've seen the show, too. Which, I've watched the show, yes. Yeah. Um, and I've seen bits and pieces of the manga before floating around on Twitter. I'm like, I should Same. read this. This is really, really funny. Like, I really like these jokes. Yes. But I just never got around to reading it. Um, but I'm like, Glenn's a wife guy. And I'm, a, I'm an unmarried wife guy, I feel like. <laughs> like I, I feel like soon as i'm married i will be a wife guy but like i'm currently a wife guy not. a wife guy in waiting as yeah a wife guy in, like the way like I, I take care of my mom when she's around i'm like okay so i'm like a pseudo i'm like a small wife guy right now i'm way to get my own and then i'm up to the big leagues it's like in any jrpg where they're like here's a here's a demo of the weapon you'll get 16 hours into the right game. yeah exactly um so i'm like okay two two wife guys talking about a wife guy um but who's also like uh, a really sk- skilled man in the matters of all of death. Yeah, Tatsu is like such a great character. I played, I uh, marathoned the Yakuza games earlier this game, uh, earlier this year. And so when I got into anime earlier this year, my friends like, I think I just watched it because it was on Netflix and it had like, the cover had like Tatsu's back with his like giant Yakuza tattoo. And I was mm. like, hmm. How long is this? Oh, it's like 15 minutes long. I can watch this. And then I watched all five episodes back to back to back because they're like so short. They're like like 15 minutes and that's including like credits and stuff. So 
you really just like burn through them. And as like a as like a chaser to playing seven Yakuza games over the course of four months, it was like absolutely perfect. Um, I absolutely love the show. And then I started reading the manga. Well, I read the manga and bits and pieces of it after I watched the show because my friend was like, you got to read the manga. And then you asked me to do this. And so I've actually got the mangas mm. and I read the first four of them. Um, but yeah, I just absolutely love it. It's so it's such a fun blend of um, blend of styles and blends blends of humor and like characters and tropes. It's just like really great, and it's exactly like up my alley as a wife guy. So, and what what's really great is you can really pick up. I feel like at this point, I mean, again, you read more, but I feel like you can pick up any volume. Like you don't have to worry about starting with one. Yeah, because right. it's it's one of the my favorite types of comedy manga where it's just like vignettes is all you really get like there's some stuff that continues from other chapters but it's really small stuff and it's just like callbacks more than anything right um like him getting the um the anime doll i believe in one chapter yeah or the box set and then like they have a callback of the the doll showing up and being like it's her favorite (laughs) right right she loves polycure and there's a lot there's several little vignettes in this in this manga about how much miku loves polycure yeah um and, yeah. and so like i really like that because like it's hard to pitch manga to anybody and say okay you're gonna have to read 96 volumes of one piece um right. and then you'll understand half of the story right where yeah, this you, you could just like pick up the fourth whatever's in stock just pick it up yeah the, it, there's also some like you just said there's so much less buy-in with this where it's like i i have a hard time with media that is like give it x time you know mm-hmm. give it x hours and it'll be great um because i i frequently like burn out in those x hours like final yeah. fantasy 14 my friends were like if you can just get through you know if you if you can just get to Shadowbringers, it's like the best game ever and i'm like man there's a lot of stuff that happens before Shadowbringers. <laughs> yeah so um so being able to just like pick this up and it's like good immediately and I mean, they're just, it's apples to oranges, obviously, but it's just like very funny the way that so many manga, like you said, One Piece is like, well, if you want to get into One Piece or Naruto, you have like a zillion manga to read. And then congratulations, there's like one of them still ongoing and the other one's got an entire sequel series to read. Like, yeah, I think when, when I started watching One Piece last year, and I think we were talking about it, and I said, yeah, you just got to give it 60 episodes to really get going. And you're like, that's, that's, that's so many episodes. So many, dude. That's it's, just so many. Ep- you could watch entirety of other shows. Yeah. That's, that's you could almost than... watch the entirety of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood in that time. Yeah, it's it's pretty bonkers. But um, with this, like, it opens up, like, the first chapters, you get to see him and his giant like amazing dragon tattoo yep um you get to see him grab his uh small uh blade i don't know would you call it still katana i'd I'd call it a knife yeah a small knife puts it in and gets ready and then he puts on an apron and then he starts cooking like delicately and then like i'm doing play by play of the whole like first chapter but like there's a there's bear rice patties and he's like "Ah, good job and they take he he instagrams it Yep. While his cat's watching, and yep. then you see his wife, who's totally normal, come through, and completely forget the lunch he just made. Yep. It's and, it's it, such it, a great introduction to the character. Sorry, go on, Jesse. No, that's really what I was about to say. Is it's just like it's a perfect one chapter like lead in saying, "Hey, this is this is who I." And then they give the whole backstory at the very end of the chapter of kind of like what's going on. But, like, think about like he gives the cops to pull him over at the very end coupon so he's like this is my life now yeah i, I have to like he says it in a later chapter but it really just showcases like he just solves his problems non-violently now that's all he needs yeah. i i sincerely love the way that the the beginning is like um like drawn mm-hmm. it's so dramatic you know where he's like putting on his jacket and the glasses and like the way it's so like evocative of like action uh manga yeah and then the things he's doing is like like you said like rice uh, putting it like rice bears and slicing up his wife's lunch and like taking a picture on his phone or and you know she forgets his her lunch and so he's like slamming it into the lunchbox putting it in a suitcase and then running out the door it's just like so goofy yeah right though the juxtaposition of like the intensity of this man's personality and persona 
and the mundanity of what he's doing. And it's such a great, such a great, great juxtaposition. It's so funny. And I know that's like what a lot of slice of life anime is like some day taking something that's very mundane and turning it mm-hmm. into something very big and bombastic. Uh, and that's why I like slice of life anime so much. So it's always funny too that like this is technically considered a slice of life anime. Like it's a comedy, but it's a slice of life because it's slices of someone's daily life. But it's so outrageous that you, you yeah. would never think of it as a slice of life because right. it's just so bonkers. But I think right. about most like comedy stuff, it's always I feel like Japan, like at least when it comes to manga, has under like nailed comedy in the sense of like all comedy should be like if you're not gonna really offend anybody if you just take normal situations and put something unnormal in it right and that's the comedy like because the second chapter is i think maybe my favorite of this first volume maybe my second favorite but it's just a man trying it's, it's a door-to-door salesman trying to sell him knives yeah cheap chink uh, chintzy knives you know yeah and he's like you know what I might buy these knives. Let me try them. And like, as he's about to like try them, he thinks he's going to murder him with them because of like just the way he looks. And then all of a sudden he's just a master chef and it becomes food wars all of a sudden. Yeah. The way that they, the way that like the guy's face, you know, when he's like reacting to him holding this knife, he's going to like stuff on his apron and you know what I mean? Like, it's like, who does this guy think he is? One of the seven samurai when he's like cutting up the, uh, like testing out the blades. It's really good. Um, I like that. For, I like that chapter a lot, and I like the way that. Yeah. I like the way that it gets at the sort of like it's the the, the manga is very sincere sometimes, and very sweet. The way that mm-hmm. like, Tatsu throws together this like, hamburger steak plate and gives it to him, and the guy's just like sitting there eating it like. You know, like completely zen, thinking back to when he was younger, and he's like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> Yeah, you know it, it, like, it, like it, it's a lot, it's food wars in a way, like it's action when you're making the food, but it's ratatouille the way the guy eats the food, and all of a sudden he's in his childhood home. Right, it's really good, and the way that the way that like in that in the the end of that chapter, the way he's like, that's how this guy's kind of freaking me out. I better get the hell out of here. And there's just like a picture of Tatsu staring at him, holding onto the plate. It's very good, like the serving tray, and he's like so menacing, even though he's just doing something yeah. nice. And then the third chapter introduces a new side character that comes up later, who is, uh, uh, do they say his name? Masa? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like an, he's a member of the clan that Tatsu left. Yeah. Um, and he, the whole time he's trying to get his attention while he's just doing his normal things. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Let's take this somewhere else. And all of a sudden they're in a cooking class. Yeah. It's, I really love his like, so one of my favorite jokes and it's a joke they do a lot in the anime um uh which i really enjoy like the way the the way the voice actors do it Mm -hmm. because he'll do things like let's take this somewhere else and then it just cuts to them in a cooking class or whatever the way that they they always have these melodramatic affectations to everything they say is so good like hot damn 100 yen for a slice of cabbage like it's it's so it's so like intense and like like we talked about like that that juxtaposition of intensity and mundanity is like so fun um, yeah and then like two panels after he says like let's take this somewhere it's just both of them in like head like like aprons and then like they have the um bandanas on to like keep the hair out of their eyes and they look so like study like they're studying <laughs> the cooking like he's he's taking notes he's so into it I love the way that they're like he's cooking and he does a great job and everyone's like clapping for him and it's just like so sweet. Yeah, so and he lo- he's, he's so like looks so, yeah he looks so sincere about it. But and uh, and then seeing the apron reminds me of I think I think it is my favorite chapter is when they go to the mall. Yes, because his look is too harsh. Yeah, I think it's the last chapter of the volume. I believe um, that's correct. And so, uh, they try to find him a new look. And none of it works because he just has that Yakuza stare. That if you if you've played Yakuza, you know the stare. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, he just he doesn't even like again. He doesn't change. He just gets a new apron. Tatsu's always wearing an apron. I also love that bit. He's never not wearing the apron. Um, but he gets a new apron that has the Polycure anime logos on it, and she's like, "Perfect, you're you're cute as can be now." And he's yep. still doing the stare 
it's it's so it's such a powerful vibe of this man like the way that the way he's always drawn with his head cocked to one side is like so funny it's yeah. so sort of like menacing in that way that like you know the, the he's like always giving someone the like side eye that you see in like yakuza games and someone's about to beat someone up you know yeah it's it's like they have just like a bad <laughs> neck disease that they can't get rid of I think it's whole... it's one of my favorite recurring jokes throughout the manga is the way that that's that's the way all the yakuza in this yeah. series stand. They all stand like their like shoulders hunched and their head cocked to one side is like very funny to me. Like there's a scene in the chapter before chapter eight where Masa is like about to get like jumped by a bunch of other opposing yakuza, and literally everybody in the panel has their head cocked like yeah. to one side or the other. Like no, none of them are just standing straight on. That uh, that panel, by the way, that bit where you know Masa bumps into a guy, and he's like, "Hey, watch where you're going." And that's a bunch of yakuza, and they sort of surround him. That's like the first thing I saw from this. I saw it on like Reddit or something. And there's the bit where the guy's like, "Hang on a second, I'm googling something," and it's him googling <laughs> fight many opponents, which I think in the anime they write how to fight five guys at once or something like yeah. that. And it's like absolutely hysterical to me that like he's just like, hey, go on one second, and just googling like, hey, how do I win this fight? It's really funny. The the first panel I saw on Twitter was uh, it, it must come from a later volume because it's not in this, but it, it's him like really being intensely stared at by another like, like it looks like another lady yakuza guy, and it turns out like they're both like at the dog park walking their dogs or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's really good. It's very good. Um. And I also like that the book that he gets stabbed through in chapter eight is also like a, uh, how, how to do chores as a, a housewife. Like how to, it's how like to a, yeah, house. it's like all DIY. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I like the way they tie that into where he's like, Ramasa like runs through him and he's like, please solve this problem for me. And he's like, no, it's all about do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like you got to do yeah. it yourself is really funny. And at the end, they just build a cute chair for no reason, <laughs> but they're staring at it like they're about to murder the chair. I really love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's very like it's, good. It's so very good. And I think I really I really love this manga and I really re- like related to the story because like since work from home started I I was trying to do like you know I'm home all day mm-hmm. so it's it'd be very convenient for me to like keep up on chores throughout the day whereas like you know like I can keep a load of laundry going all day. It's, it's like not that much time out of my day, out of my schedule to just walk into the kitchen for 5 minutes throw a load of laundry in and you know go back to work uh and so it's like very funny to me the way that like i relate to the character so much because i feel like every once in a while because my wife doesn't work from home yeah i relate so much to this sort of like just waiting around for my wife to get home because i'm a wife guy and i'm just like oh what's something i could do like you know like what's something i can like clean up or make or whatever because i'm not good i'm not a good cook like tatsu is and what's wild is like this isn't like the only manga in the genre really because I was I, I mentioned to it, I think you last night when I was reading because I was reminded of it. If I could have like thought of this when we first talked about the show, I would have I would have like given you my jump information so you could read the first volume of this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's such an interesting compare and contrast. I'm gonna drop the the cover of the first volume though in Discord, okay. but um, but it, it's called Sakamoto Days. And it's basically kind of the same premise. It's an ex-Yakuza assassin man who becomes a wife guy. But it's since it's shown in Jump, they take it in action comedy. It's not slice right. of life in any way. And it's it gets very serious with the action at times, but the jokes are still very much like his wife is like, I thought I told you that you cannot fight anywhere near the shop. Because right. <laughs> if you do, I will kill you. And he's like, I, you will, and I will back away. That's so funny. I, I think you're absolutely right. Like, this is sort of a trope, right? Like, yeah, gangster wants out. I mean, like John Wick is obviously the most famous example right now, right? So this is sort of like playing off of that same trope of like man's fed up with being a gangster or like life of crime and wants to go straight, but he's got to like do some ridiculous thing to do it. And then like you see that you know they play it straight, super straight and super dark in John Wick, and it's played super goofy here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's really fun to play tropes like that, you know. I think my favorite joke from at least uh, from Sakamoto days is like he is you saw him like the cover he's like a fat guy, but he gets skinny really easily when he starts fighting, and then like soon as they go back to the shop and he sees his wife like all of a sudden he's fat again they're like what happened like the first time it happens like what happened to you he's like she just cooks really well <laughs> like that's the reason <laughs> so he just instantly gets fat because he eats so much because she cooks so well. 
That's very funny. It's a very good gag. And like yeah. in this one, like he has a daughter and stuff. So there's father's uh, daughter stuff that goes on in it too. And so it's very, it's very funny, but it is a whole different other tone because it's such an action heavy thing. Like he's actually fighting and killing people that are trying to kill him. Um, but I, I love that this is a subgenre that seems to be like, people are like, you know what? There's a lot of potential here. Yeah, it's like, it's fun, right? It's a fun to invert tropes and stories you've seen in mm-hmm. new and interesting ways. And I really like that. Like, I really like the way that it is like taking zero new, has zero new ideas, but is taking a lot of old ideas and twisting them in ways you've never seen. Yeah, and I, I know you talked about how like it, it really drew you in because you're just most of the time you're just waiting around for your wife and you're trying to find stuff to do and like it's really what this manga is about like I think about him fighting the um what's it called the vacuum cleaner but I can't remember what it's called oh the like um Roomba the Roomba and like the Roomba beating him basically yeah that's so when I when I first watched the anime I um she was like showing my wife and i was like hey uh you should i wanted you to watch this one like scene of this anime with me i showed her that one and she thought it was absolutely hilarious like the whole thing you know what i mean like yeah. where he's so dramatic about like you know like you're still a young punk you gotta prove yourself to me um and then the vacuum cleaner is like doing a good job and then he's like yelling about like gotta get behind the shelf and um and then it like get to catch the cat's tail and like knocks a bottle of wine all over his face and he's like oh some new punk just moved into my turf yeah it's like so absolutely so funny to me missy thought it was so so funny so um and then then he gets like hit in the face with a bunch of wine bottles and then the woman's association uh like comes over and they see him covered in wine it looks like blood he says "I'm, i'm sorry boss i messed up it's it's so good because i've seen that i'm sorry boss i've messed up like I said, a million times yeah. playing seven Yakuza games. You, you, there's just a lot of man lying bloodied on the floor going, sorry, boss, I messed up. It's like, I've seen it a million times that he's seeing it here played this way. It's just so good. Yeah. But for me, like the appeal as just someone who, who dreams of being a wife guy, it's, it's really like the small stuff that isn't him being a Yakuza is what really nails it for me in this with like the them looking for clothes or him hanging out with the kid which like there's like there's stuff with him being a yakuza there where the kids just scared of him but once like the kid starts hanging out they're playing board games and stuff i'm like yeah, this is like this is the stuff i daydream about now i get to read it in a manga it's a good time yeah and i love too that the games they play are not they're not board games they're all like gambling games right yeah they're all like games you would play in like an uh a, like a um like a speakeasy or like a uh you know a hidden like parlor somewhere yeah um it's, it's very good but like he gives them cookies and he's like hey you want to try these out maybe you're not gonna be scared of them and like they're bear cookies and he eats them he's like so proud that the kid likes his cookies yeah i i love i love how like he's so sure of himself but he's also so like happy when he makes other people happy yeah it's like i relate that i relate to that too right like i'm not super sure of myself though so i I just enjoy you know making a a good joke or like making other people happy about something and um and so i really relate to that aspect of his characters just like i want to make a good cake or i want to make like nice cookies for my wife you know what i mean yeah Uh, it's it's that it's that sureness though that of like being a good yeah because i feel like carried over i'm like yeah i i I am good, but then he's like, wait a second, I've never done this before. There's a bit, I'm trying to think of which volume it's in now, so I'm just kind of flipping through them. It's a bit one of the later volumes where his, uh, where Miki runs into him on his way, or on her way home from work. She gets off early, and he's like walking around town, and he's like, oh, I got some errands left to run if you want to come with me. And so she goes with him, and he's collecting like a stamp rally, right? Like where he goes to all these local shops, and they stamp his thing, and then he goes and takes the stamped um basically map and then trades it in for like a raffle ticket he's mm-hmm. trying to win a vacuum and they play this like really dramatic scene of him and this and the guy like running the raffle and and he loses and he gets a stuffed animal and gives it to his wife and she thinks it's really cute and the guy's like oh sorry youngster it looks like you won uh, i won this time and tati's like no you're wrong seeing a uh, smile my wife my here it is my wife's smile is the real first place <laughs> it's just really <laughs> funny um it's just really really good like 
and then she like he's like i said my wife smiled and she punches him and she's like all right he gets it <laughs> very funny and i but my favorite i think my favorite thing too is like it's like goku and chi chi in a lot of ways when it comes right. to like early dragon ball and even later dragon ball where like the wives in these manga are like so strong that the husbands are just automatically scared of them yeah like well there's a i really like the bit that i really relate to where in i think it's in the first volume let me double check but i the bit where he messes something up oh it's when he buys her the uh blu-ray the polycure blu-ray mm-hmm. he already has for her birthday and he like goes to cut his finger off which is like the yakuza thing where you're like you atone for a mistake by like cutting off your pinky yeah and she just like punches him in the face and knocks him out the window which is like obviously over dramatic but like i love that i relate to that so much because there's so many things that i beat myself up for and my wife is just like you're ridiculous that's dumb like you you didn't do anything wrong or like this is so not a big deal. Like, don't be more dramatic about this than you have to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which is very funny. It, it, again, it's just, there's there's these subtle things where, like, yeah, this is, like, a normal activity, but it's so over the top that it just passes, like, it, it just completely, like, goes over your head. Because, like, I think about, again, when you first meet Masa, and he's like, you know, I, I'm like, I didn't come here to cook. Like, I came here because I wanted to talk to you. And he starts beating the crap out of, out of him to get him to just, like, calm down and to me like now i'm thinking about it, it's like no this is how me and my friends i, I don't beat them like this but I, I tell them like hey just calm down yeah it's just and then uh chapter four where he's just in the corner smoking like chain smoking the very beginning of it all it's just flipping chapter four um Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot the in the end joke of this too. Yeah, where so like they, that's the thing, right? The whole the whole setup is the of this is that he runs into these other Yakuza dudes and they try and hunt him down because they think he killed their he tried to kill their boss and then they go to the mall and he's just trying to get good deals on stuff, right? And then he gives the guy like winter gloves and he's just like winter's coming and the guy has a flashback to his childhood when his mom gave him winter like nice winter gloves. And he just starts crying, and it's like so funny. He's like so earnest and so sweet. It's, there's a really, there's a good. really good one later where it's around Christmas time, and he shows up to give presents to kids, and he, you know, he's doing a lot of. He's like he he makes them call him like the immortal claws, and his gifts aren't like toys or whatever. They're just like food, and he like cooks food for all these kids, and they all have a great time. And then they just get he gets on his bike at the end and rides away, and they're like, "That's not a sleigh." It's like so funny. But, like, it's so sweet and sincere, and that's what I really like about it, right? Like, it's all mm-hmm. goofy and silly, but there's still this, like, very earnestness about it, very earnestness about it, and I really like that. It's, you know, sometimes it's just nice to watch something that's, or read something that's just, like, nice and sweet and isn't, like, trying to be, like, super, like, sarcastic or, like, narcissistic or, or not narcissistic, pessimistic or something like that. With uh with the later volumes, because again you've read up to four and you've seen the show and stuff, um. Does does anything like, I'm trying to think of like the right sense. Does anything start carrying over? Like, are there any things that happen in earlier stuff that keeps being consistent in the later stuff? I mean, not really, because like you said, it is a lot of vignettes. I mean, like you you meet the same, like there's a lot of recurring characters like the cops and Masa. And obviously his wife and the people from like the local like women's association or yeah I don't remember what, what organization that is i think it, i think you might be right that's what it is but like when he like runs into like madam chairperson there's like another bit later where he like um like throws her a birthday party and everything and it's just like very good and so there's not there's not really like a coherent sort of like a plot to this mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of vignettes but you do get to see a lot of like really good relationship stuff between him and all the characters. And I really enjoyed that. There's a bit in the fourth volume where he and Miku go to a roller coaster, uh, to like a theme park. And he's like talking about how he's having like a great time because he didn't go to any theme parks when he was a kid. And it's like really sweet. Like that sort of thing where it's like when you're in a relationship, it's like, you know, some something that might seem really mundane to you is an experience that your partner hasn't had. And so it's like something that they really relate to and really love because it's something that they might not have done when they were younger or like with their family and now you're doing it together. So I really like that. And I, uh, I really loved like that sort of scene and how sweet it is. 
I was rereading too as you're talking about that the the chapter for her birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love the bit where the the cashier who he's asking about uh, the crime watch uh, uh, precure blue uh, set, like he's like I shouldn't talk too much. This guy's scary. Blah blah blah. And then he starts talking too much, and he automatically just like karate chops him in the throat. Yeah, it's just like really good, right? Like. It's a sort of like really like, you know, you have to decide like what is uh, what is diegetic, like what's happening in yeah. the actual story, and what is the sort of metaphorical. And I really like that he's just like, okay, shut up. Like it's really, really funny to me. Very good. I think I think it's all the chapters in the volume. Is there any other chapters in the later stuff or in the show that you wanted to talk about that like stand out as like this is peak this. Well, I really ended up liking the fourth volume a lot because it's the one that the show hasn't adapted to yet. So, mm-hmm. um, so I really like that. I also really like there's a chapter, I can't remember which volume it's in, where he like Miku comes home from a stressful day at work and he sort of like tries to pamper her and he like overdoes it because I do that all the time too. Where I'm like, oh, I've got these all these really goofy ideas for like nice things to do for my wife, and then like she's like okay but i really just like wanted to go take a shower like you didn't need to like do all this you know what i mean like i just wanted to like go you know relax for a minute and catch my breath you know above and beyond Um, yeah above and beyond i really like their relationship too and i I like i guess i like too the way that the joke is never really the joke is never at the expense of anything that he's doing right like the joke is not like haha he's a guy and he cooks haha they go he's a guy who wears an apron like the joke is the way that he like acts right the way he is like so menacing and he's standing there in this cute little like apron with like a dog on it like it's so adorable you know what i mean or the way he's so threatening about like buying white when he's like the white oh you have any white powder at the grocery store and the lady's like oh we don't sell that and he's like and his wife and because just like oh he needs flour you know like it's it's it there's never the, the jokes are never at the expense of him doing anything like you know what what people who have bad taste or you know like would be like oh it's like feminine for him to do, be doing like chores or whatever and like that's never the joke the joke is never at the expense of like him being a house husband the joke is always like look at the way he's doing this right like look at how dramatic he is about you know a Roomba doing a vacuuming or like the way he the way he interprets his like house husband lifestyle through the way of the Yakuza and I like the bit that Masa says where he's like, are the way of the Akaza and the way of the house husband two sides of the same coin? Yeah, yeah. It's very good. I, I also like too that like this is one of the few manga that like this has a live action adaptation already. Um, oh, it's, getting an, yeah. it, it's getting another one by Netflix, but the, I don't want to talk about the Netflix one. I can't believe they changed the title. It upsets me so much. The because of the ingenuity of the house husband, I hate that. That's yeah. just it's not it's even weird. what the way of the house husband means. Yeah, but I do like that. If anything, this seems like adaptable in that way, and I also like though that it, I don't again I don't know if it's gonna be good because I don't know if this is this one even out yet. Um, I don't think so because they announced it in July. <laughs> but um, oh no, it came out in August. Never mind. Uh, but like the the actor is the voice actor for the anime, and the guy did all oh, the really? for it. Yeah, that's funny. So I, I do like that he's just so ingrained <laughs> with it that he's like, you're just you're just you're just the guy. <laughs> like, it's just the guy. Which but what's funny though because the uh, the original uh, uh, live action that came out in 2020 uh, has another actor playing uh, him as Tatsu, and again he looks like he looks like another guy that could be Tatsu 100. percent It's like yeah, how many of these guys are out there? <laughs> Yeah, and I like the way that Tatsu is like such a stock character, but then mm-hmm. like the way that he so, he stands out so much by the end of like getting to know him, right? Like, but he is just really like I've beaten up a I've beaten up fifty Tatsus over the course of all the Yakuza's I played. You know what I mean? Like guys who look yeah. just like him with the sunglasses and the and the suit and the way they stand and everything. Like, it's so funny that and they set him apart by just being like having him be like actually really sweet and like really thoughtful and caring. You know. And what a what a brilliant choice as voice actor because it's the same Japanese voice actor that does Overhaul in My Hero, mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah, this guy knows how to play bad guys. Like he plays a lot of bad guys, but he's playing right. now this genuinely nice looking bad guy, <laughs> or like a genuinely nice bad looking guy. Like that's what he's playing now. I love when people are casted to be 
a sort of like a one-off joke character like that right like do you watch uh do you watch kaguya-sama love is war yes okay so there's the bit where uh kaki has to call shirogane and she calls his dad and she ends up talking to his dad <laughs> yeah, accidentally yeah. and the japanese voice actor for his dad is the guy the same japanese voice actor who voices dio in the jojo in jojo and it's just like he's so menacing and what he's saying is just basically like like my son's not here i answered you know like you're who are you trying to talk to you're trying to talk to my son but it's like so scary because you know that voice actor's voice so well you know it's like what i was like when we were i was watching uh jojo part five now we're in the cool bit of anime but uh jojo part five and the the ice skating guy the guy that can turn is 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 uh almost said quirk because i'm still thinking about my hero but his stand is like basically ice powers Right. Um, that uh, that's Bakugo though. That was the voice actor in Japanese, and I'm just mm-hmm. listening to it. And I'm like, I know this anger from somewhere. <laughs> like I know right. this yelling from somewhere. Well, that's that's been you know the funny thing about watching more and more anime with my friends is like they so many Japanese voice actors have been in either JoJo's My Hero or they've been in Yakuza, right? Yeah. And sometimes they've been in all three, and so it's always very funny to hear someone show up and they start talking, and I'm like. I swear I know this voice like this is a voice of someone and um uh I like so when we were watching My Hero recently and we got to the gentle criminal arc and in Japanese he's voiced by the same guy who voices uh Akiyama one of the protagonists in Yakuza 4 and like one of my favorite characters in that whole series um absolutely love him to death and that voice actor just does such an amazing job he has such like a beautiful like buttery smooth voice and so hearing him come out like it's absolutely perfectly casted as gentle criminal right like so good. um because akiyama is like a completely different character but still has that like really amazing swagger um and so it's like always fun when you get stuff like that yeah yeah i i just i think if anybody is like wanting an easy way to get into manga especially like during the pandemic like everybody it feels like has finally found their way into anime and manga either again <laughs> or it's true or just for the first time, like Way of the House Husband is probably the easiest, like popular manga you can find yourself getting into. Like it's probably super easy to find your library. It's probably super easy to find uh, at a bookstore if there's still one around you. Super easy to probably find online, uh, like digitally. Like, yeah. And then like again, you don't have to worry about starting from the first volume if you just want. If one of your friends like, I like this volume a lot. Like Glenn's like four or so far his, his favorite. Like you can just write read four. Right. And it's and the anime is great too, right? Because the anime mm-hmm. is not like it's not super anime. Like the it's not like there's not a ton of like animation in it. It's more of like kind of an animatic or like motion comic, motion comic, um, which is fine because like that's mm-hmm. it fits the style perfectly. And I showed my parents this anime because we were I was visiting them over the summer uh, after we'd all gotten vaccinated and could finally get back together. And I was visiting them and we were was just kind of bored one night that I was like. Okay, well, no one's gonna pick. I'm gonna put on this anime, and we're gonna watch it. And everyone's like, oh. and I was <laughs> like, whatever. Like, listen, it's ten minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What are you gonna waste you, here? You could spare ten minutes. Well, and like, it's better than us just all sitting around not doing anything. And and then they didn't really like laugh. And I was like, oh, well, this is a waste of time. You know what I mean? And then like we were getting ready to go to bed. My dad was like walking around the house, like locking the door and everything. And then he starts doing this like Tatsu impression, where he's like gotta make sure the door is locked up nice and tight and i was like what are you doing like i was like okay so you guys did like it huh and they were like yeah they were both like yeah we did like it and i was like then why did you react at all <laughs> why did you show any emotion on your face and then when we went we went down again in august uh and my brother was with me that time and i, I was like hey have you watched this and he's like no so we watched another episode with him and my my dad was the one who was selling him on it it was like i was so proud he my dad was just like having my dad knows nothing like my dad watched one anime in like the 70s and early 80s and that's it right my dad is like never like my, my dad knows nothing about manga or anime or any of it and so, but he's sitting here selling my brother and watching Way of the House Husband. And it was like the funniest conversation of the world to me. He's just like, yeah, so he's like a guy who like used to be a gangster. And now, and now he's like, he like, he got out and he just like hangs out and like cooks food and like does chores around his house. My brother's like, how is, I don't get it. And then we watched the episode and my brother's like, I still kind of don't get it. But like, he was like, it's so dramatic. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, why it's, it's funny. It's so good. The, the episode, that episode we watched is the third episode, which is the one that starts with, him having the sort of like showdown with the uh the steel tiger where they had to make crepes is that in this volume i don't remember i don't think so 
Oh, okay. So there's a whole bit in the, I think it's maybe the second volume then, where there's another Yakuza who's like his rival, right? Who gets out of prison. And Tatsu like smashed up his family while he was in prison. So the guy's nowhere to go. So he's like on the street, right? Slinging crepes is what he says. And he's just like got a little truck that he's like making crepes in the back of. And then he and Tatsu like throw down. And Tatsu, they, they make desserts in the middle of the street and then post them on post them on Instagram to see who gets more likes. And it's like such a funny joke that like this is the way we're gonna throw down now. And he's like, I'm a house husband and you're a crepe slinger, and that's the way it is. <laughs> it's just like really funny. And there's something about adding voice acting to something like this, something so surreal like this, and adding sound effects too with a lot of this right. stuff. Like, I think that adds a whole nother experience. Because like some anime, like I was like, somebody like, oh, the manga is better, blah, blah blah. Which it can be because like you don't need all that extra stuff to have a good time with it. Right. But with this is like all that can do is enhance. Like it's all it's, it's gonna do because the source is so good that there's no way that as long as the jokes are the same, you're not really gonna lose anything. Right. Right, absolutely. It's it's such a great adaptation. And I think the story kind of works in like virtually any format. I haven't watched yeah. the live action one yet because I was so upset about the name change. But uh, I'll probably give it a try if it is the same voice actor. Yeah, but I believe even like live action, you it's it's just a it's just a comedy. <laughs> like it's a perfectly right. Like, like what what good like sitcom setups are is this in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah, and I hate so many sitcom setups. I think so many sitcom setups are so tired and so trite and so like like toxic and shitty sometimes you know what i mean yeah. it's like oh they're a married couple they hate each other and like hey you know what if there's just a, a like a comedy where the they like each other like how about that instead right like there's no joke in here where he's like oh if, I, if only i could get rid of miku for five minutes and just have some time by myself and you're like why did you even get married then you know what i mean yeah. like the joke would be is like, how can I cut these cars in traffic faster so she can get home faster? Yeah, they and that's the other thing too, right? Like, they the way if you think about the way of the house was an house husband as like through the lens of like a sitcom, it is so funny because I've seen so many of these episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Like episode where guy runs into his old friend, but he doesn't want his wife to know about his shady past, or like guy with the episode where they go buy a car, or where he like. You know what I mean? Like where husband has to try and cook a birthday cake. Ha ha. Like, and they're all played so much better. It's so much funnier in these than they would be on like some CBS comedy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think it goes back to what you said about the main character was just the whole thing in general is it's just so earnest. Like, right. There's no, there's no, there's no malice in sight of this entire story. So like, right. That's what makes it work. Yeah. It's just, nice and sometimes it's just nice to read something that's not like mean spirited you know what i yeah. mean yeah i agree well, I also, and, oh yeah oh sorry go ahead no you go first well i was gonna say i enjoy too the way that like i would definitely recommend watching the anime because it is a great adaptation of the manga mm-hmm. um it has like such the same spirit and the way they do these like vocal these like stings in between episodes um which are just basically the the like the end of chapter card you know what i mean where it's just like mm-hmm. so like at the end of the first chapter the way it's just kind of uh the way it's just like a coupon or like whatever the way they have this like fanfare that kind of just like fades out it is very funny i would definitely recommend that um either the dub or the uh the um subtitled version they're both great and uh yeah absolutely wholeheartedly love this and i i'm and i i watched it and my i was talking to my friend who's an anime expert who's sort of been my like anime recommender like go-to and i was kind of like yeah i kind of loved way of the house husband and he was like oh this is a fun development and then it recommended me like five more slice of life anime which i mostly liked you know what i mean it's just been really fun to sort of like get to know more things that my friends like you know it's nice when your friends recommend you things and you watch it and then you really love it and it's just like super super wholesome like that yeah, it, it's it's just please just read this. Like if you're having a bad time right now, yeah. this is this is the easiest pick me up you could ever find. It's it's such a great and it's so short and like I mean like I can just count, right? I can count how many pages are in the first chapter. Yeah. It is the most digestible thing like in the world, right? Yeah. It, it it's easily just like so and like you like, don't even 
be have to be able to read. You could just look at the pictures and get it. Yeah, it's like ten pages in the first chapter. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. every chapter is pretty much that long, right? Like, mm-hmm. same with the the anime. That's like each episode, each little vignette's only like three, four minutes long, and so like it it and none of the jokes ever feel like they've overstayed their welcome because they don't have like they just they come they make their joke and then they go and like there's no over there's no episode where you're like are we still in the, are we still doing this bit huh okay okay you know and there's no like like again going back to why like earnest and wholesome like this thing is going on there's no tragic backstory to any of these characters that like thrusts them into this place like i think about like as we talked about brought up like really early on in the episode john wick is like mm-hmm. the movie wife guy currently and it's just like right. the tragedy is you lost a dog and his wife like that's why he's doing his thing and this is like i fell in love <laughs> like that's why i wanted yeah and like so like even if you even if you think of the one character in this who might have the tragic backstory which is the character in some of the later volumes like i said his rival who like you know his family is gone and so like he has no one to go home to after he gets out of prison and becomes a crepe slinger. There's an episode later where he runs into Tatsu and they start like <laughs> they start like cooking together because he's like slinging crepes ain't gonna do it anymore. I need some harder stuff, you know what I mean? And so they start getting so they get into like boba tea together. And it's like absolutely hysterical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like yeah. you can see that exact that's that sort of transition that you've seen a lot of like gangster movies where it's like oh we were selling this one drug but no one likes that drug anymore it's never gonna be the harder stuff and it's just like they're going from crepes to boba and it's just so funny so glenn i just want to again thank you for coming on and no problem. talking thank about you for having me wife guys uh for an hour with me yeah um i'm happy to be a wife guy i thought for a long time that wife guy was bad because the first time i ever heard someone talk about wife guy they were talking about shinji's dad and evangelion and i was like i and then someone's like glenn you're a wife guy and i was like don't what don't yeah, compare me a, to him no say, that's a that's a different type of wife guy <laughs> and then yeah and then i was because i think i was having a good conversation with someone else where i was like wife guy's bad right and he was like no wife guy's good like wife guy just means you're a guy who loves his wife and i was like oh okay that is me then i i feel like there's there's the two definitions of wife guy that are very similar but depends on the emphasis of where you like put like your word or it's like a wife guy is a guy who does everything for his wife and there's a wife guy who does everything for his wife oh no yeah you know what i mean like those are the yeah. two shiji's dad is the latter right yeah um and so i, I think i think you're the former though and so is yeah, thank you um thank you would never would never do anything that uh that shinji's dad does <laughs> under any circumstances except I, I have done that pose before when i'm scheming you know i just we need the picture of your face with sunglasses and the gloves on just scheming about making memes it's a powerful pose it's a very powerful pose that's why that's what way it works it's just because it's yeah. powerful uh i still gotta watch the rebuilds and i know i shouldn't but i still gotta i mean um, hey man evangelion's journey everyone's on their own journey with that thing yeah i don't have it in me to watch the last rebuild movie right now i probably will later i said that the other day and i was like i don't really have it in me to watch the last one and someone's like are you ever gonna have it in you and i was like you're right <laughs> so, so some like epics and it's like i don't think i'll ever gonna have the energy to watch this movie but i gotta do it at least some point yeah i'll get there i'll get there eventually glenn where can people find you on the internet if you want to be found uh, I mean, you know, I'm just hanging out on Twitter, making dumb jokes and doing my thing. Uh, that's my name. Uh, my at is my name. It's uh, at Glenn Battishill, G-L-E-N-N-B-A-T-T-I-S-H-I-L-L. And is there anything else you want to shout out while you're here? Because I, I know like your job is not really something like you can promote, but you're, nope. you have your hands in a lot of things other than that job. So I was like, yeah, maybe there's I something have, else. I have my hands in a lot of things that are in development and on the on the way but have not come to light yet that's exciting but you know that's how it goes no problem it's a process <laughs> yeah it, it always is a process I, I i know that process i might speed through that process a little too fast so um, hey man you're gonna you're you're an inspiration to me putting out podcast episodes actually putting out podcast episodes and doing a podcast i can't i've been working i've been tinkering on this logo for like a month and a half just can't get it to the where i like it so I should yeah. just have someone else do it, but I'm not okay. going to do that because I'm stubborn. So 
yeah i just get too impatient like i like i think for this one I, like i start before i had anything it's like i'm just gonna record something put it up and see where it goes because <laughs> i'm like i have the idea let's just go right right but that's that's not always the best best plan because some things are never thought all the way through um, follow your heart you know yeah Kingdom Hearts, the heart of the cards i think um you can find this show at why comics pod uh uh on twitter that's where you can find it with that <laughs> and facebook at facebook.com slash white comics podcast you can email me at white comics podcast at gmail.com if you have a question for a guest want to be a guest on the show yourself or have a story about how comics impacted you that you want read on air you can reach me at it, all of those places if you like the show tell a friend and please leave a review wherever you listen logo for the show is done by andy manley you can see him working on the simpsons uh i I think about like all these friends I've made throughout the ages and now they're all like, like Andy's working on the Simpsons. And I have a friend who was assistant editor on Shang-Chi and it's like, Oh, what am I doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's definitely um, fun to have yeah. at least one or two friends that make you feel like you're not doing a single thing in, uh, worthwhile in your life. Yeah. One of my other friends is all the press stuff for Lucasfilm things. I'm like what is happening? <laughs> um, uh, banners are done by my friend, Steven. And the theme is join the restaurant by David Zetsi. And remember everybody, even Captain America punched Nazis. And also, to become Captain America, he got a, a shot that no one knew was going to work. But the ones you should be getting, we know work. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>